0: Yesterday, I saw a friend, and we went for a walk, and I'm at the tail end of this uh, extremely unpleasant chest cold. Um, And I hadn't seen her for quite a while, and she went in for a hug. (laughs) I said,
1: don't touch me. (laughs) I maybe was a
0: little more abrupt than I even needed to be, but. I didn't want to pass it on. I didn't want to give her this, um, even though it's almost over. It really wasn't something I wanted to leave with a friend yesterday. And then uh, she forgot and <laughs> tried to hold my hold my coffee cup a little bit later. Said, Don't touch my stuff. <laughs> it's for it's for the best. It's for your own good. Just, just steer clear. <clears throat> And uh, sort of since that interaction yesterday, I've been thinking about that, of course, through the lens of Dhamma, which uh, practitioners do. We take these uh, small little interactions with our friends and, uh, you know, colleagues and acquaintances and enemies and uh, (laughs) run them through the lens of practice. What we know, what we learn, self-reflection. And I started to to think about that, you know. what am I, what am I giving people when I see them, you know, and, and really how much control do I have over that? You know, in this case, um, I could control it a little bit. You know, we met outside, we didn't, I didn't touch her. Um, I didn't let her carry my stuff, you know, kept our distance. Uh, because I had been uh, suffering with this cold a little bit and I knew how unpleasant it was and I I didn't want to pass it on. But no, I would say uh, in terms of sort of everyday life, uh, we might be passing things on to other people uh, really, really unmindfully without thinking about it. without being aware of our own suffering and how it might feel to pass that sort of thing on to a friend or an acquaintance or uh,
1: even a stranger. Last weekend uh, was the culmination
0: of a big, uh, several months of planning and organization. Uh, I was out in White Salmon sort of doing this event, coordinating this event, called a, we call it a Paba. paba means uh, forest cloth. And it is a, it's a ritual that goes back to the days of the Buddha, when uh, the monks, you know, after a year of sort of wearing robes, they would need more robes. (laughs) It's all they wear, they don't have like you know, downtime clothes, or dress-up clothes, or Sunday best It's all just these robes. And so their robes do wear out. And the Buddha told the monks that they were not allowed to accept uh, new cloth. So they weren't allowed to use new cloth for their robes. They had to uh, find cast-off cloth, sort of old cloth, and Uh, that had been used, you know, previously and was just found. Uh, And even, you know, a cloth that had been used sort of to wrap uh, bodies after they died. Um, The Buddha said, that's good, that's fine for you. (laughs) Good enough. (laughs) (laughs) Go find something to wear. (laughs) I wasn't there. (laughs) That's how I'm picturing it. You'll be fine, you know. I'll find something, uh, but ever generous, uh, the lay people really didn't want that <laughs> for these monks. They were really inspired by their practice, they learned a lot from their teachings. You know, they spent their days, weeks, months supporting them, and had you know, the Buddha built a really reciprocal kind of relationship between the villagers and the monastics. And the monastics were engaged in the spiritual life, practicing hard, uh, teaching when asked, serving as an example. And the villagers were offering some, you know, very uh, basic requisites like um, you know, something to wear, something to eat, uh, medicine, food. And so the villagers, uh, you know, the, the lay people, the the disciples of the monastics started finding a way around this. You know, well, we w- <laughs> we want them to have nice robes, or at least make it easy for them. Uh, so the villagers, um, at the end of the rainy season, which in Thailand, uh, in Southeast Asia, is the summer, they would go into the forest and uh, discard cloths. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> So the monks would, you know, kind of be wandering through the forest and they would find find these cloths, these cast off cloths. They had been specifically cast off, but uh, sort of technically <laughs> it worked. And it was um, a, a wonderful display of generosity from the lake. people. And over time that, uh, that tradition has evolved as things do. So, 2,500 years later, uh, the ceremony is called a paba, uh, forest cloth. And um, it does serve to uh, offer cloth to the monastics in a, in a particular monastery, or like we have out in White Salmon, a hermitage, a small collection of monastics. Uh, but also, it's an opportunity for lay people to provide. Um, material goods so you know money for building projects or um particular things that the monks need at their residences whatever it is and so i spent you know some time over the last year organizing this this pub for the first time we've had 12 now or something like that and uh and uh, I, got to, I got to head up this year's. And so it was a, a half-day meditation and a full-day ceremony and potluck and all the things. <clears throat> the monks were there. The villagers were there. <clears throat> and um, it was lovely. And then afterwards... Uh, I sent out, I've been for the last week sending out uh, thank yous to volunteers where a lot of people kind of pitch in and do a lot of things, not easy things either, big tasks, and uh, asking for feedback, how to go, what could have been better, Uh, what went well, I really want to know what people did that worked, you know, so... (laughs) could be repeated uh, but also how we could better support the rules and uh, in general moving forward since this is an annual uh, event Um, and what I heard a few times which felt really great so a vulnerability here a few people, you know, separate from each other said, um, you know, it was very, it was very sweet because uh, I, I didn't notice any uh, anxiety at the event. Uh, it seemed like it really flowed and uh, it was, I, I couldn't tell how much effort had gone into it. <clears throat> If if it was hard to plan, I didn't notice. And uh, uh,
1: that
0: that just um, was just the kind of feedback I was hoping. (laughs) That was just the kind of feedback I was hoping for. I got a lot of other great stuff too uh, about what could be better. (laughs) Um, But I appreciated hearing that because I mean, it wasn't. I didn't try to get up in the morning thinking, "I'm not going to hand my anxiety off <laughs> to all these people." And certainly, uh, there was a fair amount of it in planning this kind of big uh, annual event. Uh, but you know, through the years of practice—20 years of practice—and uh, probably lifetimes before that, given how much. You know, anxiety. I <laughs> I tend to have, uh, and the joy of being with community. Just being with people who are on this path, who have a similar intention, who are um, have have showed up to make things just as bright and joyful and easeful as they possibly could be. You know, being in that um, environment. Uh, really settled a lot of that, you know, that which I have brought with me, just as the natural course of things, you know, whenever we walk into a room, uh, whether we're a participant or an organizer or something in between, uh, we bring our habits, we bring our karma, uh, we bring our mourning, we bring our childhood, it's also to trail, you know, invisibly kind of trailing along uh, with us, but over time and with good Kalyanamita and uh, smart choices about where to put our minds and who, who to share them with um, we can you know lessen those times that we give that stuff away <laughs> uh, we can lessen the times that we Fewer times that we've given, that we're giving our friends and uh, partners and co workers and spiritual friends, uh, are handing them our anxiety, handing them our anger, handing them our um, projections. You know, you should have done it this way, you should have done it that way. Why are you acting like this? Um, handing them. Our sort of past karma. We lessen those opportunities by building the habits of uh, giving away that which is beautiful, of you know, giving our,
1: our time and attention, and our generosity, um, giving our you know, metta, our compassion giving our equanimity,
0: giving the fruits of our practice. And the more that we sort of build the habits of of offering the things that we really want people to experience, that we want people to benefit from, um, you know, the less we build the habit of just handing off our baggage handing off our habits, handing off our um,
1: uh, anxiety frustration, concern. <clears throat> you no,
0: know, and I would say uh, the flip side of this, the Buddha taught, you know, uh, that if somebody's handing us that stuff, we don't actually have to receive it either. You know, um, a lot of times so we're going to show up somewhere, somebody's going to hand us a bunch of, you know, <clears throat> flaming excrement. <laughs> like, would you take it? <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Just looking for that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm hoping somebody would wander by What this this stick, burning on one end and smelling of poop on the other, as the Buddha said, you know, which end are you going to pick up? <laughs> and who are you going to have it to? <laughs> There's really no good way, you no, know, to um, to give and receive anger. It's, like <laughs> it's just it's just unpleasant on both ends of the stick. Uh, and, but how do we do that? How do we not pick up what people are handing us? If it's not skillful, if it's not useful, if it's not beneficial, if it's not kind, if it's not timely, what do we do? <laughs> you know, like if somebody has a cold or COVID, right? We spent two years figuring out how to not give that away and pick it up. I was kind of lonely at times. If somebody has a cold. Maybe they gotta reach your reach for your hand. You might nod, <laughs> back up. You know. Oh, how are you? you might get awkward. That's okay. You know. And this, uh, and for my practice, uh, awkwardness has been hugely useful. <laughs> I spent years working on. Well, I'm spending years. <laughs> working on right speech, you know? Developing skillful, useful, timely, kind speech. And there have been times in conversation when I've just had to stop in the middle of a sentence. That's not really working right now. I'm just gonna stop talking. And with your, with your calling on a meeting with your spiritual friends, you can say, oh, you know what? I feel like I'm delving into wrong speech. I think I'll just stop right there. You know, I'll come back to it if it, if." After some contemplation, like, we get that. We can say weird things like that to each other. Um, At work, stop talking in the middle of a sentence. It might get a little awkward, but that's okay. You know, for you, for us,
1: for practitioners, it's coming from a place of building a practice, figuring out what is useful and skillful what we do want to give away. And the more we stop what you know our bad habits are, the more we can build good habits. So finding ways to to not pick up what's
0: handed to us when it's not useful. I see that you are upset with me. I will definitely um, think that through. Look for my fault. Find a way to make amends.
1: But I don't need your anger. So maybe let's come back to this.
0: You can say all this stuff in your mind. Nobody Mm -hmm. needs to know how hard you're practicing with them (laughs) in the moment. (laughs) But it is important that we're always doing that, that that checking in. What am I offering? And look at it as an offer. Well, you've offered me this stick. (laughs) The embers at one end and something else at the other end, but I'm not going to pick it
1: up. No, I'm not going to pick it up. I don't want it. That's anger. I don't need it. And then this is what our meditation practice is good for. You know, it's that what
0: psychologists call consolidation. And so we can sit down in meditation and we can kind of notice the mood of the mind after a day of, Picking stuff up, giving stuff away, setting things down, reflecting, practicing. What is the mood of the mind? Hmm. Well, it's pretty good, actually.
1: I didn't pick up too much stuff today that wasn't useful. I spent time with good people. Feels nice. Hmm. So reflecting always, you know,
0: on our choices and the results of those choices, that's the whole practice,
1: really, it's how we consolidate and make progress.